This is the Texas Standard. I'm David Brown. The Whitliff Texas Music Collection at Texas State University is quite a thing. It includes the archives of Willie Nelson and Jerry Jeff Walker. It also holds research done on Stevie Ray Vaughan and Western Swing. And while Selena, the queen of Tejano music, is also represented in the archive, a new addition to the collection greatly expands the footprint of that genre. The Whitliff says they've acquired one of the largest known collections of Tejano music materials anywhere. We're talking about one of the biggest gatherings of memorabilia on Tejano music in existence. Ramon Hernandez is the man behind this collection. For more than 35 years, he worked as a publicist, writer, and photojournalist covering Tejano and Cajunto music, building his archive all along the way. Ramon, thanks for taking some time with us here on the Texas Standard. No, my pleasure. Uh, it's quite a, quite a gift to the Whitliff Collection. When did you first become interested in Tejano music, and why does it mean so much to you? Well, uh, being uh, American and Mexican descent, uh, I grew up on what they now call Tejano music. Before that, it was on the Chicana, and before that, it was just music, period. <laughs> just music, period. I love it. Con mi alma ya cansada, mi vida ya marchita, después de andar el mundo, que mucho caminé. There, there were no tags. There were no labels back then. Yeah. You know, there are lots of different kinds of, of Mexican and Mexican-flavored music that you'll hear in Texas. What What is it that makes Tejano music Tejano music? Actually, Tejano music is the umbrella for conjunto, for orchestra, for troubadour, for mariachi. Tejano's be translating to Texan just means that it's performed by Mexican-Americans. So it's Texans performing, you know, Mexican music. I see. Now, tell us a little bit about this collection that you gathered, because I mentioned photos, and, and, and I gathered that there are posters and some rare recordings, too. You got a few of your favorite items. Uh, what, what might they be? Um, it encompasses... Uh, Photographs, recordings, eight tracks, cassettes, albums, uh, videos, publicity pictures, personal family photographs, sheet music, biographies, you name it. In fact, I understand there are some suits and outfits, too. Yeah, along the line, I had, uh, when I was working for Little Joe and her familia, I, I was at, at the recording studio, and he had a closet full of outfits, and, and he he instructed one of his guys to take him out to the to the trash can. I said, what? <laughs> he said, yeah. You going to throw them away? Yeah. Can I have them? Sure. And that's how it started. Las nubes que van pasando se paran a llovinar. So why did you gather those suits and outfits? Were you already thinking about maybe having a museum? I already had the idea of one day realizing a museum. Over the years, it, it turned out to be an impossible task. It, it takes money. And, and when you have a museum, you put everything in one building, and you saturate it with all these objects on display. It's going to be like, like for the locals going to the Alamo. They'll go to the Alamo when they're in elementary school. They'll go to the Alamo uh, when they have family coming over. But other than that, they'll never go back again. And, and the, the same applies to a museum. You know, once you see it once or twice, that's it. You, you fulfilled your need to see it. 
So why did the Whitliff end up being the repository for this amazing collection? Well, nobody has ever been more receptive and more open. They are so supportive of music in general, whether it's jazz or blues or Tejano or country, you know. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't it wasn't the exhibit so much. It was um, the items that I had collected over the years. I'm talking about catalogs from record companies that uh, were founded in the 1950s, 1960s documents that were handed over to me as people died, they were willing, you know, items to me, photographs, complete collections of, of records. And, you know, what was I going to do with it? You know, it's nice to have the collection at home, but I wanted to share all that information with the people, with the public. What are you uh, hoping might be a, a, a good outcome for all of this material that you've that you've given Texas State? Well, study material for anybody that's uh, taken Chicano studies classes or just interested in the genre. You know, they can go in there, and once it's all cataloged, all those items, all those biographies, all those recordings will be available for the students or any anybody going to the Whitliff to to draw from. They can learn about the, the history. They can view the items. It, it's, it's basically information dissemination. I've heard people say that once upon a time in the not-too-distant past, you'd turn on the radio and you could hear Tejano music all across the dial. And that's just not happening anymore these days. You think that's fair? It's not fair, but I, I question the different uh, general managers and program directors at various stations that used to be 100% Tejano programming or have a 100% Tejano format. And the, their explanation was it's the numbers, whatever sells. We can sell more advertising by playing music originating in Mexico. And I said, well, why? Tejanos listen to, to radio? Yeah, but the Tejanos or Americans of Mexican descent, we're raised, I myself included, we're raised on jazz, we're raised on country, we like opera, we like ballet, we like, you know, hip hop, we like reggaeton. And when we listen to radio, we tire one, one station, we flip it over and flip it over all day long. Whereas the Mexican immigrant, and we have a lot of that in Texas, listening to radio, they're listening to the music from their homeland. And they keep the dial set on that Mexican station. Igual que en tierra suelta, la humedad penetra. Y así penetras tú. So where does that leave Tejano music now? Um, YouTube, <laughs> internet radio stations, and there's a slew of them. So it's not gone. It's there on the internet. It'll never disappear. So how does it feel to have your collection as part of this uh, world-class repository? Fantastic. I'm glad it's got a home. I'm now 77, soon to turn 78. 
and I didn't want to pass and and have all my items, you know, thrown away or, you know, going here and there. So it'll be preserved. It'll be something I, I can leave behind for everybody to, you know, learn from and enjoy. Ramon Hernandez is the musicologist behind the Tejano Music Collection just acquired by the Whitliff Collections at Texas State University, where it will remain in perpetuity. Senor Hernandez, thanks so much for taking a few minutes out to talk with us on the Texas Standard. We certainly do appreciate it, and congratulations. Thank you, David.